This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Welcome back, fellow procurement enthusiasts to another thrilling episode of Smart Consulting Sourcing, your go-to podcast for all things consulting procurement. My name is Elaine, and I am your host today. So we're now entering the home stretch of our journey on how to master the art of buying consulting services like And today we're about to tackle a topic that requires finesse and strategic decision-making, the process of terminating a project on time or even earlier than expected. Now, termination might not be the most glamorous aspect of project management, but it's a reality that every procurement leaders needs to be prepared for, whether you're facing unforeseen circumstances or strategic shifts within your organization. Knowing how to navigate this challenging terrain is crucial. So in this episode, we'll be exploring the ins and outs of terminating a project, from making scope adaptations to managing the termination process itself. So we'll dive into the intricacies of handling payments, ensuring a seamless final wrap-up, and conducing a comprehensive performance debriefing. And by the end of this episode, you'll be equipped with the knowledge and the strategy to handle project termination with confidence and professionalism. But before we dissect the intricacy of project termination, let's hit the rewind button to refresh the invaluable insights we share in our previous episode. So last week, we explored the vital issue of gearing up for a transition when consultants are prepared to take their leave. To break for this departure, you need a well-crafted plan encompassing knowledge transfer and ongoing support, gain clarity on what's to follow and how to distribute resources. When considering and choosing recommendations, ensure clear communication and give direction on implementation and potential failure management. To sustain the knowledge and skills you developed during this project, consider setting up refresher courses, fostering membership connections and tapping into consultants for continued support. Moreover, remain in contact with a consultant to foster ongoing collaboration and unearth fresh ideas that could give you a competitive advantage, even project completion. Also take note of the consulting team's performance throughout the project from bidding phase to crucial tasks, deadlines and project closure. This record will be a valuable asset when wrapping up the project or addressing any issues. Organize regular meetings to assess progress and make required adjustments and improve your initial investment. Holding these meetings prevents complacency and ensure continued success. Remember that the end game extends beyond merely wrapping out the project. It's about generating sustainable value that enhances your competitive standing. So by sticking to these guiding principles, you can steer your organization toward perpetual success and fully capitalize on your consulting endeavors. So if you happen to miss our last episode, no, don't worry. You can catch up on most streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
and YouTube. And for those seeking more comprehensive insight, visit our website, consultingquest.com, where you'll discover our detailed white papers, enlightening ebooks, and complete transcripts of all podcast episodes. And while you're there, don't forget to share the podcast with your team and leave us a review. You hope feedback is not just appreciated, it's essential. It, it fuels our commitment to deliver even more enriching content for your benefit. So share the wisdom, spread the word and the love, right? And let's continue this journey of knowledge together. All right, let's pivot back to the star of today's show, how to pull a plug on a consulting project the right way. You know, most times a project is considered finished when the consulting firm has dotted the I's and crosses the T's and on all the agreed upon deliverable, either in the original contract or any added amendments. I received payment for the work done. But love doesn't always stick to the script, right? There might be times where either you as the client or the consulting firm need to call it a day before the final act. And in these scenarios, it's all about finding that sweet spot of agreement to make the exit as smooth as a professional pirouette and set the stage for the transition. So let's take a little deeper, you know, stop adapting the scope to your needs. We all know that the only constant in business is change and it's getting quicker by the day. So from the moment you shake hands with the consulting firm to the kickoff, a lot can change. Regulatory adjustments, mergers, acquisitions, or even a reshuffle in your top management. All of these could throw a wrench in your project, potentially causing a significant shift in the scope. In such situation, your first move should be a huddle with the project stakeholders to discuss what this termination could mean for everyone. Next, give your contract a thorough once-over, particularly if you must provide a paid notice period to the consulting firm. Remember, this notice period is there to cushion the blow of a revenue drop for the consulting firm. If the project was slated to run for several more months, the loss could be significant. Hey, everything's up for negotiation, right? So start crafting a transition scenario. Review your options, weigh up the potential cost and make your call. Then get out the blower to the consulting firm and work out a smooth transition. Now, what if the consulting firm isn't living up to your expectations? You know, too many executives turn a light eye to underperforming projects, especially when there's no alternative in sight. But if you're voiced your concern and asked for improvement and the project still isn't on track, it's time to consider termination. To head down this road, you'll need a well-documented timeline highlighting the consulting firm performance gaps, your warnings, their failure to improve, and the potential fallout for your company. And before you, you pull the plug, get the stakeholders together and look for a solution. Could changing the project team help? Maybe a revamp the governance? Perhaps a rescope of the project is in order? But if termination is still your best bet, your most powerful negotiation weapon is the threat of a lawsuit and its potential PR fallout for the consulting firm. Keep in mind, though, the timeline to get paid. You know, dissect the firm's performance on different deliverables and devise a fair exit scenario. Include a transition plan in your negotiations and don't hesitate to act before the project ends. It gives you extra room to maneuver. 
Now, there could be other reasons for termination, such as confidentiality breaches or damage to your company. In these cases, record all your decisions, confirming firm, consulting firm errors, and their unwillingness to rectify. It's a good idea to huddle with your legal team to figure out the best way forward legally and with your stakeholders to identify the most beneficial solution for your company. Unless the damage has caused significant financial loss, avoiding legal action and finding a compromise with a consulting firm might be your best bet. You know, the contract can include provisions for arbitration and mutual agreement on termination. All right, there are a few more things we need to keep an eye on. First, let's remember, it's not always about you. And on rare occasions, the consulting firm might be the one to pull the plug due to extreme circumstances. Maybe they've misjudged the project or they're dealing with the force majeure. You know, typically these termination triggers are outlined in the contract. There, there might not be much wiggle room to convince them otherwise. This is why it is crucial to spell out in the contract the consulting firm's duty to hand off their project responsibilities in an orderly fashion, be it to your team or a third party, and clear up any issues regarding associated fees. When you're gearing up for termination, make sure you've got your bases covered. You know, review your termination's rights as specified in the contract before taking action, ensuring you're on solid ground. Remember that breaking up can be costly, especially if you need to bring in an internal team or another consulting firm, not to mention the loss in time and value that can be significant and that you may never fully recover, regardless of the alternatives you choose. So in assessing the cost of termination, in the expense of engaging with a new consultant, including running an RFP process, selecting a candidate, and the cost of transition and transformation. And if you're confirming a project cancellation, don't forget your PR and marketing force. Give them enough heads up to plan and manage communication with internal and external stakeholders. This will help them keep the narrative under control, ensuring your company's image remains intact. And let's not forget, pay the consultants their dues. Remember, your payment should be tied to the deliverables, not the amount of time the consultants have clocked in on the project. When you're going over the invoices, make sure they mirror the actual work done. When you kick off a project, don't forget to factor in the fees if in your budget, you know, if the project gets going toward the end of the year, you can split the budget over two years to keep things balanced. And if you've got a performance-based bonus on the table, regularly assess the success likelihood of accruing additional fees, similar to how you would handle a sales bonus, you know? This way you'll be all set and avoid any last minute budget surprises. So let's break down what this looks like with a real life scenario. Suppose you've got a six month project that started in March. The proposal states the project will deliver 1 million in savings in the first three months and then another 5 million over the next nine months. The consulting firm charges a flat fee of 120K plus a performance based bonus at 5% of the savings realized in the 12 months after the project launch. Right off the bat, it's clear that the 6 million in savings isn't likely. At this stage, you'd probably accrue the flat fee of 120K to be paid by monthly installment of 12K. Fast forward a month into two the project. The consulting firm has identified 3,000K in quick wins, which are almost a sure thing. 
you add 15K to your accrued expense and pay the consulting firm the first part of their flat fee, 12K. By month three, the quick wins have jumped to 1.2 million and the total estimated saving over the 12 month period is revised to 5.5 million. You add another 45K to your accrued expenses and now you'll pay the consulting firm 48K for the flat fee. At the six month mark, you've realized 1.3 million in saving and have a high confidence in identifying 5 million more. You pay the remainder 12K of the flat fee, meaning that you've now paid 100K. Plus you fork out 65K of the realized savings at the project ends. And at this stage, you accrue 250K on the next year budget payable in March. You know, 12 months after project launch, if the savings are indeed realized. So fast forward to 12 months after the project launch, you've now realized a total of $4.9 million in the past six months, based on the potential identified by the consulting firm. You pay the consulting firm an additional 245K and close out the project. And there you have it. You have a complete cycle of budgeting payments and wrapping up the consulting project and the like approach. You know, by keeping track of your payments and tying them to real measurable outcomes, you can ensure your consulting investment pays off in the long run. Wrapping up a project isn't as simple as receiving the final deliverable and paying the fees. It's a, an opportunity for review and reflection. Now's the time to assess the performance of your consultants and see if they delivered on their initial promise. Before closing the project and paying the last invoice, ensure the following. Did they receive all the deliverables stated in the RFP and all the most recent statement of work? Were they submitted on time? Are they complete? Do other stakeholders feel satisfied with the work delivered? Do they consider the project complete? Can your teams proceed without the consulting support moving forward? Has the consultant prepared and implemented a smooth transition? So don't release the final payment until you can answer yes to all of these questions. Keep a significant enough amount to maintain some leverage over the consultant. And if necessary, you need to bring them back to finalize some elements. But once you're ready to make the final payment, make sure the remaining invoice aligns with the RFP and any recent additional codes. Remember, no project or professional relationship is flawless. Project, project closure provides an opportunity for feedback. Share your thoughts on the results, relationship dynamics, and any other aspects of the project. Once the project has ended and you've paid the final invoices, it's important to debrief the consultants on their performance. This information can be invaluable in identifying their strengths and weaknesses, helping you decide if you'd like to work with them again and on which types of projects. Giving feedback to your consultants allows them to understand client expectations better, identify potential blind spots, and improve their service. You know, constructive feedback can also highlight relationship difficulties that could be improved in a future partnership. Many clients skip this crucial debrief, leaving consultants with little data to drive their continuous improvement efforts. So don't hesitate to ask for feedback from the consulting firm as well. Understanding what could be improved on both sides can kickstart a joint effort for continuous improvement, especially if you intend to work with this particular consultant in the long term. So in closing, remember that the end of a project is just as important as its start, 
And with the right wrap-up and review process, you can maximize the value of your consulting partnerships and ensure successful collaborations in the future. And with that, we've reached the end of our episode. So let's sum up today's discussion. Keep track of performance throughout the project, continually assess the performance of the consulting team, and openly share your findings. Transparency and clear communication can pave the way for improvements and optimal results. Don't hesitate to stop a project. If the project isn't meeting expectation, question whether it's worth continuing to invest. And if the answer is no, then it might be time to pull the plug. So it's better to redirect resources to more fruitful endeavors than to persist with underperforming projects, which is true even for normal projects. What the project concludes, compare the actual outcomes with the initially expected result. Evaluate all factors that positively or negatively impacted the project's performance. Look back on final payments until you have all the answers you need. Debrief the consultants, make time to provide feedback to the consultants at the end of the project, share insight on what they did well and areas they could improve. This step can facilitate their professional growth and set the stage for more successful collaborations in the future. Now we have reached the end of a series, how to buy consulting services like a pro. We've covered a lot of ground, haven't we? Uh, we talked about everything from identifying your consulting needs to running an RFP process, managing the project, and finally wrapping it up. And now as we bring this series to a close, we will take a step back and look at all of that from a different lens, the lens of value. So we will revisit each stage of the sourcing process and talk about how at each stage value is either created or potentially lost. So as we wrap up this series, we're going to help you pinpoint where exactly you should be focusing your efforts in your consulting engagement to really get the most bang for your buck. So stay tuned and join us next week for this crucial episode. Till then, stay safe and keep up the smart consulting sourcing game. Remember, if you have any questions or need additional support with your consulting procurement endeavors, I'm always game for a chat. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or drop me an email. Au revoir for now and happy sourcing. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.